<laughs> Welcome to the 13th episode of um, Sitting on the Fence, mate. Is it the 14th? I can't remember. It's one of them. Anyway. I can't remember. It's Anyways, 13 or 14. We have a massive winner to report today, uh, but all of that will be coming soon, to be honest. Um, how have you been, Connor? How have you been? Um, yeah, pretty good until I saw the entries for the coming weekend's racing. It's not as exciting as... Do you know, do you know what? You always say, pretty good until. Yeah. That's, that's your, that's yeah, your yeah, intent. Yeah, it is a bit, bit... You know, you're expecting big things and then, then when they don't come, you're upset about it. Just a bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was quite a good um, weekend's racing, to be honest. Last weekend was good, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's what we're going to report on today. Um, a few winners as well while we're at it. Um, but yeah, Ascot and Haydock, and I, what was the Irish meet? Garen Parr, wasn't it? Yeah. Weren't too bothered about Garen Parr. No, it's Punchestown as well, Sunday, wasn't it? The Goffer won. Oh, yes. Yes, the Goffer did win. Um, one of our favourite names, that one. Um, but yeah, now we just mainly prioritised uh, Ascot and Haydock. Um, I didn't look at any of the Sunday's racing, weren't too interested by it. Um, so I just did me bollocks on Saturday, really. But yeah, um, what did you make of it? Um, interesting day's racing actually. It, some of the um, the races were good in general. I don't, I don't really know what to make of it. Everyone's looking forward to Cheltenham, aren't they? So <laughs> I don't really know what I'm, to I'm make of it. I'm already getting sleepless nights before Cheltenham. I've already booked it off, uh, booking the afternoons off for day three and day four. I mean, we're going to be travelling on day two, so but we'll try and get you. Um, I'll be driving on the on on day two so hopefully oh no we we'll both will be both will be yeah we we'll both will be so um, tweets will be limited that day but I'll be bringing you some of the the booyahs and the the winds the crying all sorts on day two when we get back so let's just jump straight into it then we'll start with uh, we'll start with Ascot first I think yep uh, and then we can report on the, the big winner um, so we didn't have a we didn't have a fancy for the first race did we so I reckon we could just skip that one um, we'll talk about the winner maybe well yeah the winner Ben Jones had a great day actually had a hat trick yeah. on the day uh, the Ash, Ascot shot novice hurdle the winner went to Pickrock uh, over in the waterside now what do you make of in, in the waterside falling just short just, just a chaser isn't he his legs are massive he's, yeah, he's, he's a huge, huge horse mm. he reminds me a bit of King of Steel he's just he's huge isn't he well we've seen King of Steel live and he, I'll tell you that he's some stallion he's showing a pretty good level of form over hurdles actually but he, mm. his game will be all over chasing so yeah one, just one to look forward to next year it, it will be next year you imagine going straight chasing so yeah. Um, but we were just saying on the podcast last time how good a trainer Ben Pollen is, and he just goes mm. and proves a point, doesn't he? Proves a point by not just getting one winner, but three. Yeah. I might have, I, well, we might have got more uh, as we go through it, but yeah, it was a great start for him. It wasn't the best sort of race for it, but it didn't jump with any sort of fluency, but shaken up and just kept on and won you would, quite well. You would have said that the whole way around, apart from the final furlong. In the water side, he's got that. it. Yeah, yeah, he's got it in the bag. But no, it just seemed um, a bit of a tale of Ascot that, wasn't it? Really, like the whole day, really. Ascot. You think one's just going to cruise home, and one next week. I tell you what, you've got some decent racing. Ask you always do, don't you? Yeah, like I find proper, proper track. Found some really end-to-end sort of stuff as we go through the card. But no, Pit Rock, very, uh, very good winner. Um, like I said, didn't always jump well. Um, however to get the job done in the end. And yeah, Ben Pauling, what a trainer. Um, so we'll move on then to the Reynolds Town Novices Chase, grade two this one. 
Ben Pollen again. Henry's friend. Uh, another one by Ben Jones. Uh, just seems to find seems to find how to win win races at the minute. Ben Pollen, but uh, disappointing from Apple away. To be fair, I thought coming around the final corner, I thought we got it. I thought he I, looked so comfortable. Didn't I he? thought she was squeezed out on the mm. rail. Like, there wasn't much room. Yeah, there. you mentioned that the day. And, yeah, I watched the race and I just there was a gap, but it wasn't a big enough one to be taking while jumping. So, only beaten two and three quarters. Yeah. Unlucky. There's definitely, she has to be a better Cheltenham in one of the races. We don't know which one yet. She always gives the best. I don't, I don't know. You you will expect her to be yeah. at Cheltenham, uh, obviously. Maybe, would you say the Mayor's Chase, maybe? Some, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Different options. A handicap option would probably be a nice one. Yeah, trying to go up against the likes of Lossy Mouth, Ashro Diamond, all them sort of it would be nice to see. That's yeah, they're in the mare's hurdle, aren't they? Mm. I think we've lost it. I think we've Apple yeah, away. Yeah, we'll probably chasing, wouldn't it? It's gonna be. Well, I won't mind seeing her in something like the Stayers Hurdle, funnily enough. <laughs> but Imagine, funnily yeah. enough, I don't. You know, it's, she was chasing now. Would, would she get a mare's allowance in that? Yeah, of course she would. Yeah. Seven yeah. pound. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was different. For yeah, them, yeah, grade yeah, one. yeah, grade ones are the ones that get allowances. Yeah, because they're off level weight, so. I like to hear that, but it would probably be the ultimate of which were there on that day. So this, oh, yeah, that'd be I think nice. it's the second race on the card, so... Yeah, I'll be, no, writing, I'll be writing that one up to it's not, it's not on the no, day. No, no, no. It's Supreme... It's a pre-mark ultimate. No, no, it's... It, it's, it goes to the Supreme... The, um... Arkle. Yeah, Supreme Mark ultimate. Yeah, no, Champion Hurdle and ultimate now. Has it changed? I'm sorry that's changed. I'm sorry... Mark, no, 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 it's the Supreme Mark ultimate oh, and then Champion right, yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind sooner in that. Yeah, it'd be alright though, wouldn't it? Um, well, you did, did you have a tip in this race? Yeah, it was Apple, well, it was Apple away, but it wasn't really a tip, it was more I just thought she'd win. Yeah. Um, what a great start for me, tips, to be honest. I'm, uh, gonna, this one. I'm just going to look up, because we do things without any... We just, we just go into it, with it? Without really, any structure in this podcast, so I'm just going to look at the ultimate markets now, because yeah. I'm, I'm just interested. While you're having a look at that, I'll have a touch on my tip. So Brave Kingdom seemed to be uh, quite fancied by the punters on the day. Went down a 3-1. to one. Uh, I think I tipped it 7 uh, to 2 so it wasn't really much of a, a shortening. Uh, looked looked great throughout, I thought. I mean, jumped slightly left, yeah, but... Um, it, big mistake towards the end of the race and kind of just lost ground from there. Uh, pulled up. Um, Cobden did say um, breaking them did jump left-handed. Um, he wasn't very good, was he, really? I've, do you know what? I thought he was cruising. cruising and I then, would never and then say that he mistake, was that mistake coming. He was in contention at best. That's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah but, I mean, that mistake just kind of knocked all the confidence out of him. Um, so... I'll put it down as a dud for that one. Um, but I, I do redeem myself. But yeah, um, Apple away. Apple away. I definitely thought he was going to win. Again, again, another close race. Apple away, 33 to 1 for the ultimate. Mm. Interesting. What bet did I have last night? Absurd. Oh, 66 to 1. 66 to 1 for the, uh, the yeah. Supreme Novice. Yeah, and if uh, Ballyburn. I'm, I'm having a bit of that. If well. Ballyburn don't go there, I'll be, be happy. Very happy. I just <laughs> sat on each way bet that I'm. Tell you what, you wouldn't mind your four places. Tell you what, in a bad bet for the ultimate, Florin Porter at twenties. I told you. That's all right. I told you. James DeBerley. I'm, I'm a massive fan of not James, six, not James DeBerley again. Sixteen to one. Oh my god. Yeah. 
They just don't know, they don't what, know to what to do. do with it. They don't know what to do with it. Next thing, it's the Grand National. Got, Next thing, it's got Mullin. It's got, it's got Mullin and Stumped. <laughs> Stump Town. But oh, yeah, it's unfortunate for my tip. But again, Ben Paulin getting the winner. Um, ah. <laughs> We've gone to the 225. Now, we tipped Mott Hill and Bad. I tipped Mott Hill at 28 to 1. On a, uh, no, I tipped it 20 to 1, drifted out in the morning at 28, seemed to just find some money, and it set off at 18 to 1. And it pretty much led on more than half the race. I'm thinking, watching the race, I'm thinking, it's going gonna, it's gonna to drop off here, it's going to drop off. And I, I kept it, it staying on it, staying on it, I'm like, it's going to do it. And then I see your tip, bad, coming up. But to be fair, I think it was pretty much making all, wasn't it? Like, I think prominent throughout. Mine, bad. I was watching this race with my dad actually, and I was like sat there thinking, "Mine's travelling far the best. He's got yeah. all he's got all the bridle in behind. He's yeah. travelling so sweetly. There's only one way, but it's a bit like the first race or the second race. Can't remember which one. Or the second race, it looked all but one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it looked everything but one. And then even coming over the last, I was still pretty confident. And um, yeah, Mott Hill just got the bit. That's got a bit like that, wasn't he? It favoured the. Um, how do you say that? The ones that finish strong late. Yeah, the ones that stay on. Yeah. yeah. Mine just... Bad. He's one of the... It's probably quite expensive to follow now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it, I mean, if you back it each way, you'll probably get your money back. He's definitely got a good run in him. Like, a good win. Mm. He runs well every time. He's a five-year-old. I just don't know what to make of him anymore. Yeah. He, he can't be disheartened, really. And I'll tell you what, it'd, it'd have been three, on th- three for three with Ben Jones. Yeah, he, he can't really be disheartened. No. So... I mean, I'm definitely not twenty-eight to one winner. I'm taking that all day, every day. That yeah. was that was absolutely. I, mean, I, I think I might have done a few knee slides so on you've, the carpet. So so far, you've got the biggest winner on the podcast as of yet. As of yet, we may so, get better. I've said, Mike, possibly. I'll give that one to you if you win, because uh, um, you did point it out to me yesterday. Well, I think we're we're showing a pattern of uh, decent winners every week, which we're hoping to do, and now proving it weekly. If you get one so. big, if you get one big winner like that, you set for the weekend, really, aren't you? Oh, more. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all good back in these two to ones. Like I see some tipsters do, doubling them up. But there's nothing better than getting a twenty-eight to one or a high odds winner. Yeah, it's best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was unbelievable. The one was too late. I mean, I just thought that. I mean, I thought, man, one let me counting your money, sort of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just looked like travelling. Either so way, either there. way, I was happy because obviously Mott Hill was my tip, and if bad one, it was on my ITV seven, <laughs> and. I mean, it's a tip for you at the end of the day, so... I'm sort of thinking that with Bad, he'll probably be better next year when he's a year older. Mm. A bit more power in the finish. He looks a good looks a good horse at five-year-old, doesn't he? Well, yeah, but even last year, ran at Cheltenham, I backed him then. Yeah. And um, it's, hard, it's hard to be disappointed, really, because you forget how young he is because of how many times he's run. So, yeah. It's, he's uh, not like a veteran in his only five. You seem like he's been around for a good while, and he hasn't. Yeah. But I think... I remember at Cheltenham, I think at Cheltenham last year, I'm pretty sure... They had Rachel Blackmore booked as well, which a lot of people are talking about. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, they had Rachel Blackmore booked. They come 13. So I'm 5 to 1. So, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Well, we'll see that one in the future, definitely. That's one one for future. Um, but I'm still buzzing about the about that win for me. It's a yeah, good bit of tipping there. And if you keep listening to the podcast, We'll be tipping more of these, and when Cheltenham comes, we know. I mean, day one for me is always the best day. Um, I think I got three or four winners last year, 
Um, but we'll be trying to keep this form going all the way from Cheltenham, to be honest. Yeah, well, sometimes worth mentioning with Cheltenham that you can overthink it. Like it's like you've got to get yeah. the, you've got to get the balance right of not overthinking it, but not underthinking it. Like mm. the, the problem with the Cheltenham, it comes at the time where you've backed a horse two or three times throughout the season and it's done not done any good and you can't forgive it and then it goes on and wins because yeah. it's well handicapped to that point Yeah. so you just you've got to be able to forgive what's happened before and also you know be smart about it as well and not overthink everything in the race because yeah. especially the handicaps of Cheltenham they're big races where anything can happen so you yeah. can't overthink it and you can't be overconfident yeah, I know definitely. I'm quite confident about my tip here at the minute because obviously with that I think I've got another winner as we will come on to. Cheltenham's uh, one of them that you got to, it's like betting, but you've got to be even better at it. You've got to set <laughs> you've got, the game. You've got to be so better, yeah. so better at it to get close. Like, well, this is why we're doing our research. And we'll you, like, you sit there, you sit there for hours and hours and hours for every race, and then the race will go, and you one will win, and you'll think, well, that was obvious. And it wasn't like 20 to 1. Yeah. I looked at that like so many times, yeah. and I couldn't get over my own thoughts thinking this other one would win. It happens so often. Like, like I say, I'm currently doing a write-up. I'm doing like a pretty much thesis of every every race. I'm going to probably try and publish it at some point. Um, but it's I've already done 600 words for the first race. Yeah. Um, so it's so easy to overthink it. And there's, there could be a winner staring at you in the face. You look at it for hours and think, I could win, but I'll fancy you've one got to be able to. You've got to be able to for, like use a bit of... Nouns. Well, yeah, like a, I don't know what it is. I don't know the word for it really. But you got to be able to nuance or something. Yeah, like some, you got to be able to get past yourself, sort of thing. Yeah, because if you like a horse, doesn't mean he's got a chance, sort of thing. Yeah. No matter what price. It's like you like, said, I, I really like Jericho de Repinay in the Supreme. I suppose absurd. I just know I just don't think he's going to win. I think absurd's the, the perfect example of that. I mean, I looked at the price last night and I seen twenty to one bet three sixty five and I seen six six on Coral. It was, wasn't it? And then you look back and you watch this horse throughout the summer like everyone else did as well. And it's been getting better at jumping every time and you think that's just an obvious one. But at 661 you can forgive yourself for backing it, sort of thing. You, like, you don't have to... Like, but them sort of prices you, you can take You've you got to feel sorry for yourself because yeah. you've like, done a stupid thing. It's not stupid, it's got a chance to play. Especially, you've, you've had the bollocks to back Yeah, Ballyburn in there, that's one of them. But on the other ones that are like 10 to 1 and you really, really like the horse, you've got to forget about liking the horse or not. Mm. So... Uh, do you know what I won't spoil? I'm gonna not spoil my um, my verdicts for Cheltenham. I'm gonna we're gonna save them for the the actual Cheltenham podcast. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I, I really like one horse at the minute, and I don't like it in terms of I've watched this horse for two years. I just think it's gonna. I think it might, I might just do enough to win, and at a price. That's what I'm trying to do with these. Well, verdicts. I like I like three of them, and. I'm never going to back Ballyburn. I love I, like, the, yeah, horse, no, the horse I, is brilliant. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Not the price. And every part of me thinks he's going to win. Mm-hmm. But I'll happily pay to be wrong. Sort yeah. of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And he goes, well, he, like if I'm right, I'm happy to pay to be right. Sort of thing. Like yeah, he'll win. Everyone, everyone on the planet was right. But twenty more quid in my bank account's no good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll like, call him the next race. Don't, don't help me. Don't help me. Sort no, of thing. So. You, you just gotta like be able to look past Ballyburn and stuff, even though you think they might win. And look elsewhere. I mean, I, I don't mind saying the ones I like. I mean, by Chel- by we do our tipping podcasts like six straight hours of it or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm gonna change my mind anyway, no doubt. Probably so, we'll change your mind for our podcast. That's yeah. another thing you got to be able to do with Chelsea. You got to be able to be versatile. Like, change your mind. Like I can tell you, three weeks ago I like one. I might not like it. Come the time, that's why. 
But probably a week out from Cheltenham, I probably won't change my mind. Yeah. There'd be nothing, no evidence to change your mind on. Yeah. Apart from the ground. That's the only one, that's the only thing that can change your mind. And that we don't know yet. Yeah, that's the thing, like, a week, a week out from Cheltenham, I'll know what I'm going to be back in. Mm. The only thing that can change your mind would be the ground. But apart from that, nothing else will be able to change your mind. So, so you can listen to the podcast we're going to do, the episode a day, for, well, yeah. episode four every day, always at the same time. Um, yeah, you'll know probably the final verdict, unless ground changes, then we'll give a disclaimer. If the ground has does change we won't back it so yeah so stay tuned for that anyways we'll we'll move on moving on to the injured jockeys fund uh chase or hurt i can't remember oh the three o'clock at ascot anyway yeah chase yeah chase that's one uh three under through five uh ended up winning um impressive very impressive under harry cobden uh paul nichols once again uh i'll probably send it to cheltenham to be honest and uh, not cheltenham he'd probably send it to entry Probably. Yeah, he's got that love, he got that love affair with the injury, which I just don't understand. Um, just hate Cheltenham. Yeah, I don't understand it. I'll tell you what, Rapper in second ran a very good race. And nice I'll race. tell you what, probably needed another 150 yards. Um, yeah, I think I think obviously the winner's the biggest story. I mean, I'm still not quite over when I got when he got beat in the Badger beer and I lost out on all that money. <laughs> yeah. I've still not got over it. I mean, which horse was that? Like, oh, that Blackjack Magic that beat in that day, wasn't mm. it? Oh, come, that's another one. When you come out of the last and you think, I'm going to get this. And it was a substantial amount of money on this, this hacker I had. They've been flying in all day. You know, it's one of the days where everything's going right until yeah. until the last horse. So. As, it, as it normally does. Yeah, I mean, I was having this conversation with my brother, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, he had a bet on the football on the weekend. And he had like city to win for like eight nine hundred pounds like, on this acre, like, 12 fold acre or whatever. And um, he's like, Oh, so I cash it out for like nearing on 600 quid or something. Oh, so I don't, I never cash out my bets anymore, so just don't do it. Like, I've, I've benefited from it a couple of times, I've lost out from it many, many times, times. <laughs> yeah. just, just like, just don't do it. It's just one of them cash money, that, that's it? why I actually like going to the bookmakers now because it's like, that's just not an option, yeah. Like, if you lose, you lose, you win, you win. Do you know what I mean? That's the old-fashioned way. Of yeah, yeah, it's... Um, so, probably one day we'll have an in-depth conversation about what we think about cashing out and stuff, because... It's worked out for me, like I said, it's worked out for me like, a few times. People that do this sort of stuff, like, talk about racing or whatever, we all know what cashing out is. We all know everything, but yeah. no one's really discussed it, have they? We don't... Like, there's not really been a discussion about it, so maybe one day we'll discuss that and what we think about it. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm on, maybe if we get time at the end of this podcast, yeah. probably we could do it, but... Yeah. Um, um, glad to see his horse win actually 335 I'm glad to see it win it's a likeable horse yeah it really is a likeable horse I think the, the biggest story part of the winner would be Victorino it's just like that's becoming an expensive horse yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a likeable horse but I don't I don't know um, I don't know about him anyway he's, he's becoming one of them that maybe he's not as good as you thought he might be maybe yeah um, I mean it happens to some brilliant horses, don't you? But he has a lot of racing in the short period of time, haven't he? So yeah, he's, what, he's raced three times in the past. Recent. Yeah, recent, recent, recent yeah. memory. Anyways, um, again, well, back to back to reality with this one. With my tip, uh, it was do your job, and unfortunately, didn't do any job whatsoever. Um, come stone dead last, uh, did pull up, which was probably the only benefit <laughs> or the only positive I can take from that. Um, to be fair, I'll, I'll get it. It travelled quite strong. Just yeah. coming around the final corner, just run out of gas. He's a well, well handicapped pass, so yeah, it's one of them. I mean, it's, you can sort of at twelve to one, you can sort of understand backing it, can't you? But yeah, 
Yeah, I think the right winner won in the end. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, just run out of gas coming from three out. Um, just couldn't handle it. I think it was too big of a too big of a race uh, in hindsight. Did you have a tip in this one? Um, no, it was well, it was just Victorino, I think. Yeah. So Victorino. well, it was Iron Bridge actually, but went to Haydock instead. Yes, it did. Now we go on to the three thirty-five. <laughs> the most expensive horse to, the to most, follow. The, yeah, exactly. I uh-huh. didn't have a tip in this race. The <laughs> most expensive horse in the world to follow, Hoy Senor. That is the most, yeah. I, I'm, I'm packed in with it now. Until Cheltenham when I probably like, <laughs> probably, probably crops up in the ultimate or something like that. Oh, God, like, oh God. Because he just comes up and thinks, could he? Yeah, he, 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 he's got that much ability. It's always like... He just doesn't show it. I backed him once last year. I think it was probably the last time he won. And I'm like, everyone was like, no, fuck off, it's a high senior. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It will win today, and he did. Yeah. But that's the only time it happened. Yeah. Um, but for me, this has got to be the performance of the weekend. Uh, Pig Dory winning in emphatic style, made all the running. Yeah, we were having... G- give a, give a, um, a aura of quick thought about him. Just literally told Charles. No, we, we, we were having a discussion about this, weren't we? And you said, oh, what a horse. And I said, well, I don't know about that. He's just like... I don't oh, think come on, come on. No, no, the, the ride was exceptional. I'm not so, so certain. It's hard to mark him up because it, it was his trip, his ground, his track going his way. Yeah, so, everything, went, everything went perfect. Do you know what I mean? It's like, for a lot of press, want his trip, want his ground, not even going the right way. Yeah. So, no, I, I, no, I agree with that. But like, I, think, I still think Pigori is an unbelievable horse. Oh, he is a good horse, but I'm not so certain he's, he's not on the home press level. Put him at Cheltenham, and I want to, I want to, I want to see this. If, but then again, Pigori's not going to go for the Gold Cup, is he? No, exactly. He won't stay. No, he won't. He won't. Long press wanted that longer trip. He's not, he's, he's not. He's too fast anyway for it. But I think Charlie Doyle definitely panicked when he saw Pigori were not slowing down. Um, and wouldn't it be every right to do that because he, he knew it was his trip, and he's quicker than the long press. He's like, yeah, he could yeah, do he's that. Horse, yeah, yeah so he's, if that's his trip, then he's every right to do, hasn't he? It's like the home press has never been able to keep up with him. It was, it was only a prep race. Well, I mean, the home press has run recently, which I'll, I'll give it, give him credit for that. I mean, um, the distance to the end was only five and a half lengths. If that was over three mile free or three mile, it'd have been caught. Yeah, not a three it'd mile, been, it'd have been caught. But I've got to say, it's. I think it's not just an exceptional ride. I think it's because the horse has got some amazing ability about him. Um, but and like you said, La Press, it wasn't. It's not. I, I, nothing I, really went for him. It's not. Day. I don't like Pig Dory because I do. I do like him. I just think you've got to be sensible and see for what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a great ride for a start. I mean, you think about how many lengths Harry Cobb got given at the start. Probably three. So that reduces it to two. Yeah. <laughs> that reduces the winning margin to two and a half or so. Yeah. So you've got to see for what it is. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to. And Hoyt and Yor didn't go try him out front like a fight <laughs> Did you see Cobden before the race? He was like, yeah. what, what are you going to do yeah. with him? You're going to front run? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Goes and front runs. But that, that, Harry Cobden's just mustard. Oh, he, it he, like, is, he is. Talking it, about jockeys, he is the best jockey in. It'd be worth having a horse with Nichols just to have him ride. Do you know what I mean? make a camel win. Do you know what I mean? He's an unbelievable jockey. That's what I mean. It was a great ride, as per usual, Cobden, but I'm not so certain you can take that for what for what it is sort of thing. Mm. Like, the actual, the, the win. 
don't get me wrong, good win. Not for Cheltenham, so just as good as for him, probably. <laughs> Guess where I mean? he's going. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like probably just as good, but yeah. I, for me, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, why, why does it, why does why does Nichols well, not I'm, want to take well, it to Cheltenham? Like, I told you the last night on that before. It's not I don't like him. I do. I backed him for the Ryanair twenty five to one. Yeah. When he was meant to be going. Yeah. So it's not I don't like him because I think he would have won that. Yeah. I've had I two would have won that. I've had two bets in that race. The Ryanair. I've had. Pick Dory, of which I've chucked money in the bin, and Phil Dor. And Phil Dor will be going. Phil Dor, 25 to 1, I think he's like 8 to 1 now. So. Driven around back to Wolves. And he just got sold recently, haven't he? So you'd assume being sold yes. for a lot. Yeah. Gordon Elliott's still training, then, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. I think so. You, you keep talking about I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. I'll have a look yeah, so anyway, I backed Phil Dor. I know he's like around 8 9 to 1 now. I'll add 25 to 1. I think he's. Likely to be in the picture. Yeah, still trained by Gordon Elliott. Yeah, is he? We haven't run yet, as you see. We went over to train, change trainer or not. So anyone, anyone that run the change ownership and trainer, raising post. Yeah. But look, I think Pick Dory would have won the Ryanair. I backed him for it. I've chucked money in the bin. Don't know why I won't go. Mm. But anyway, there you go. That's that's post better, didn't it? Yeah, it's always a risk that you take. Um, so moving on to the the four ten at Ascot. Uh, ben Jones Ben Paulin again shock uh, a big price this time 40 to 1 um, I don't know much more you can say about it really. I didn't have a tip so um, I had uh, Rare Clouds which pulled up so yeah. I'm ready to move on to be <laughs> honest <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to this race I was more my eyes were more on Haydock at that point um, but and then we didn't have a tip in the last so yeah I mean after that pick Dory um when it was kind of just move on, move to basically reflect, which I normally do. Um, Haydock, now then, yes, now then, first race, yeah. I think you've got a winner to report now. This for different reasons, obviously, not price wise, but this win is more impressive than your big win because I predicted exactly how the race would go. You did, and it. And uh, it demolished him, didn't it? I just thought, on that sort of ground, she has to front run. And I just thought, at Haydock, when it gets heavy, it gets heavy. So what she won for catching, she won by 12 lengths. So, one easy. Mine, yeah. mine came second, um, but never, oh, I mean, disputed the lead early on, like, but it didn't come anywhere near staying to the girl, which was, pop, I wouldn't, I'm not having it, not, I'm not having it being more, Obviously, the price wise, I can't get out of my head, but yeah, the way you predicted that race was going to go, then obviously, oh, it's not as good as win, but the odds on favour as well. Yeah, it's, 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 there is an odds it's on not favor. as good as the win as yours for price, it's a better win for different reasons. Yeah, for, for the podcast purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 100%. what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that's what we uh, sort of bring to bring to the table, you know, and I sort of know how things go. Yeah, so um, but, um what, what's your thoughts on you wear it well then? Odds on favourite. She's a nice horse in, in Mare's company. Hmm. It's Sometimes she'll win, sometimes she doesn't. She won't she really cost her owners anything. So I think she's just one of them that... She's always going to be a short price unless it comes to, Chel- until it comes to Cheltenham. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's just one of them. You know, nice horse to own, I'm sure. But not one you can back regular. But Stainsby Girl, if this was... Well, this is like a listed race, but if this was like a better grade of race... Everyone we're talking about this is the win of the weekend. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. It won, I mean, the way it won it, I mean, never, never was going to get caught. 
What felt like he wanted to go for another circuit? Yeah, one by twelve lengths. So just one for stopping. And coming down to the second last, it got him all off the bridle, and she was still cruising. Yeah. And there was, in this situation, like Bab, there was a, there was no pin, no, no, there no, was no pin in the back. Yeah. Look behind, he couldn't see anything. Yeah, he did look behind, and there was, there was nothing happening. So yeah. So yeah. That's when I, that's when I can excuse a jockey for looking round. Um, so next race, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, I didn't have a I didn't have a tip in this one. Uh, I you did. got Ladron. I did. Yeah. Again, probably becoming quite an expensive horse to follow. Uh, it's not one I follow regularly. It's just just one that was in a decent race at Haydock, and I thought, well, I looked time into the prices you see, so I thought could have a chance. So like so you know the connections of this yeah, horse as well. Yeah, so one of that it ran well it did run quite well it, to be it fair. struggled and then stayed on at the end. Yeah. So it's fine. Again the right winner won. So nothing more to say about that really. It's just one of them but if it, if I didn't know the sort of connections of the half I w I wouldn't have bothered. I wouldn't have bothered, no. And like I said, next next race I wouldn't I wouldn't have bothered from a betting perspective. But Salva looks a looks a really nice horse now. Yeah, we were talking about this horse, weren't we? Yeah. Um, on the last podcast, he's a really nice horse. And I don't know what price he is for the Triumph, but I don't think we're getting near Gino. No. <laughs> no. So. But probably not. No, but all the same, nice horse. Yeah, a very nice horse. Uh, like I said, from a betting perspective, it was just like a looking on sort of race. No bet for me. If you're backing odds on, then what are you doing? Uh, but. Yeah. I mean, this horse yeah, loves to sweat as well. 16 to 1 for the uh, Triumph. It's mm. the right price, isn't it? Uh, it seems fancied. It's alright, it's not bad, 16 to 1. But I can't see anything other than Sergino winning that. No, do you know what would be a, de a decent bet for the Triumph right now? Go on. Peaking op Opera. The XA and O'Brien horse. Yeah, you like this horse, don't you? Well, it's, uh, it's a decent flat horse. You know, uh, mm. I know it didn't really get up to much compared to Aiden's other ones, but... It's definitely an horse for a, yeah, a horse with a flat pedigree to it. Yeah, it's meant to run on the weekend, so if it gets declared, then might tip him. Because <laughs> <laughs> not depending on the price. There's not much racing going on the weekend. Is that subtle? I might go to that. See if we can get some owners' badges. Maybe might go to that because it's the uh, Winter Derby. When was this? Sorry, on the weekend. On the weekend. Yeah. Summer Winter Derby. It's on ITV, and there's a big big sprint now as well. Abraham Gold entered. Stuff like that. Oh, nice. So, my, my thing, because he's got an art, a horse centered there, as it is. So, I might see if I can sneak in. <laughs> sneak in, yeah, yeah sneak in. Because there's not much race going on. I was thinking about earlier, like, shall I go solo on the weekend? And I thought, no, nah, I'll watch it at home. And then I looked, I remember, oh, so it's only Kempton. All right. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, not, a, point, it's not, not a great race day at Kempton either. It's, a, it's all right, but it's not wow. You wouldn't travel. No. We, well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't travel the four hours to get there, would we? No, I'll definitely not. No. no. So uh, I think then I thought, all right, I might do then. To be fair, Kempton's on my bucket list, but for a big meet, not not, yeah. not something like that. Boxing Day, Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah but King George. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll move swiftly on then. Um, so we'll move on to the the Virgin Bet Rendlesham Hurdle, which is the two forty. Uh, winner went to Bodox Has, which gave uh, Colin Quinn the double. Yeah. Um, I mean. Comfortable, comfortable win, nine lengths. Every right to win, really. Butch was being backed as if defeat without the question. Yeah. And Botox House was just too good. I think Botox House, we sort of know how good he is, so I don't know as to why he was drifting out like that, but mm. he did. 
Ah, tip. Sounds Russian. All yeah. things considered, not a bad start back. Not a bad ride. Not not bad. First start back after over a year. It's not bad, is it? Not bad, yeah. Oh, just, just under a year, so not bad. It'll only get better than that. It'll only get... We know yeah, what the horse is about, and if he can recover any form, any sort of form, sorry, than what he has been doing past few mm. years, it, I've got no issues that this this one will win uh, next time out or next two times out. It, was, it will. We'll, can't speak today. Uh, we'll wait and see. Um, so the the big race, the Grand Na- big race for me because oh, I love the Grand National, um, Grand National Trial Handicap Chase. Um, Yeman and my silver lining head to head before the uh, before the um, the winning post. But the winner goes to Yeman, which was an Irish Raider uh, trained by Gavin Cromwell. Uh, Iron Bridge, one that you back, uh, you tipped at Haydock. Um, sorry, tipped at uh, Ascot. Ascot. Yeah. Came third. Um, I thought he was going to go on and win, to be fair. No, you took time, didn't you? Yeah, I did. A, again, decent run from Howard Hunter, actually. Looked to be in contention, then just lacked a bit, and then stayed on again. So, a, even more than a trip would suggest that's what's needed. Mm. Um, wouldn't be disheartened about that. Would, would you be backing him at the Grand National? After um, that? I wouldn't see why not. He, want, he Obviously, he clearly wants the trip. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really get involved with the Grand National until like a few days before. It's not, it's not really the sort of race that You've really really it. gets me anti-post. I, I don't know. It's I only bother anti-post for like Cheltenham and Royal Ascot. That's it. Saint Ledger maybe. Yeah, maybe for a real light one for the Derby, maybe that. Yeah, um, I'd agree with you to be fair. But I don't get why people anti-post Grand National. It's such an, a lottery of a race. Anyone, it's anyone's race. If, if you see a big gamble like a few days before and it keeps coming and it keeps coming you might like get, a little, the trigger. get a little bit of it yeah do you know what I mean just just to be on the safe side pull the trigger yeah yeah but uh, Highland Hunter fine come forth wasn't beaten too far in the end yeah man was actually one I backed the night before so happy days I, was happy. I think he was like 18 to 1 a couple of days before sort of 92 favourite so when Gavin Cromwell comes over here, he's starting to know the result already. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, more often than not. Uh, my tip was Credo. Um, didn't really have much of an impression, to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't be backing him for the national. Didn't jump with any sort of fluency, um, but it did keep on. Maybe he just want the trip. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, like I said, just a bit of a nothing race for him there. Uh, Got to mention fullback as well. Came pretty much stone dead last. Yeah, it's one of them at a price. After the last time at Kempton, I thought he didn't run all too bad, and he's going to be a huge price in lower company, so might be worth it. But in the end, it wasn't. It's fine. It was thirty-three to one at the time. Like, the problem, happens, the problem is my style of betting is you lose far more than you win. Well, any time bet anything betting, you lose far more than you win. But this this style, you definitely do. But when you do win it, like so, you can have that like, one winning bet. In like three weeks, and you're still making money. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll move on then to my right. Saying that Haydock, this kind of ground, it's just devastating, isn't it? It's like it's it's never, it's never good to soft, is it? It's always good to firm or heavy. It's Uh, Haydock. We always talk. We always joke about this. When it's heavy though, it's just devastating there, isn't it? It's like such a test. It's such a that and Newbury, I think, are the two biggest tests in the country. Ascot's a pretty big test as well. Aintree and heavy ground's bad. Yeah. 
It is, yeah. But then again, you don't have to, it's quite a flat circuit. I mean, Newbridge, again, quite a flat circuit, but it's that home straight is a killer. Um, well, we'll move on then to the Potemps Network Handicap Hurdle, which is the qualifier. Um, again, my tip, absolutely fucking nowhere, which is my nap of the day. Shouldn't have been my nap of the day, should have been Mott Hill, to be honest, thinking back, but that's hindsight for you. Uh, pulled up, nothing needs to be said I about it. Bet, so. Yeah, nothing to report from the vet or trainer, just bad run. Um, your tip was... I didn't have a tip. You didn't have a tip? No. Uh, Favourite ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did fancy Jay Freud just before the race. Um, was leading throughout, but made a mistake midway through. Um, which was unfortunate. No impression after that, which just knocked all the confidence out of him. Um, yeah, I'll move on. I don't know if I've got any more tips. Oh, no, yes, I do. Yeah, you, you had... Um... Late Night Pass, which just... Again, absolutely in the car park. Um, not many finishes in this race. Fuji Park pulled up. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a show of the ground, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Especially it's, with these horses pulling up. It it's sort just, of, you backed T Knox Allen, didn't you? It's come third, 20 to 1. I did give a mention to it, yeah. yeah. Um, Enoch Allen, late night passing Matt Fuji I mean, Park. Mine, I, I, I I'm not going to claim I watched this race. I didn't. But I did back Great Pepper and it pulled up. So I couldn't really tell you what went on. It's, from what I can read here, it was going quite well. And then, yeah. But probably just terrible ground over a new trip. Mm. Yeah. But you've got to think, after the amount of races that have been before that, yeah. the ground, I don't yeah. want to know what the ground like. Yeah, like soup. Yeah. Like I say, it, it's probably, if I had to take a guess, a combination of the ground being terrible and a, a bigger trip than you than he's used to. Yeah, and again, same for the last race for me, I tipped Captain Biggles, probably just the ground being too heavy. Um, you look that, at the amount of pulling up, you, you can you know know that the ground was soup dead then. Yeah, yeah, it needed to needed some sort of miracle for any of these horses to finish um, a favourite. So backing a big prize probably was uh, the right move there. And shout out to Tom Broughton as well, yeah. winning the last race. Obviously, a local lad. I'd like to see the local lads do well, which is not many of them. I think it's just him to be honest. But um, yeah, it's nice to see Tom Broughton getting a winner. Uh, hey, dog. So, and that's pretty much. No, you've got it. a winner. You've got one more winner at Wing Canton. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Wing Canton. Yeah, we're talking about Namian Lion. <laughs> Booyah! I, forgot, I can't believe you. Oh, I would have forgotten about that. Yeah. I would have forgotten about Tips that. Yeah. 4 to 1. 4 to 1, down to 6 to 5. I can't get much better than that. I mean, Colonel Mustard, get it some race. <laughs> However, there was only one winner, and it was Namian Lion. Uh, but, yeah, Rubo. Gotta mention it. I, I do really like Rubo, but again, just yeah, he had like <laughs> outpaced. Yeah, more last time when he won and the, the mean line was in the race compared to this time, he had like twenty three more pounds on his back. So yeah, it was a bit of a test, wasn't it? Yeah. Massive, massive test. Yeah, a bit of a test. Absolutely. Um, but that's not the one I tipped at the end of the day, was it? So yeah, there's happy some, days. There was some decent racing internationally, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. So far, yeah, the Rebels and Romance picking up another 1.1 mil. To be honest, I've not seen... You, you take the lead in this one. I've not seen any of the results from Doha, so you... Oh, it's just... Oh, um, got, got to mention, shout out to Safi Osborne being the first winner. I think it was... It, what, first winner? First woman winner Yeah, of the race. Maidan, yeah. Yeah, Maidan, yeah. So congratulations to her. Uh, yeah, just just on this, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a stem-off topic, but... Rebels Romance obviously winning at Doha. This is a Group 3 race, right? At Doha. 
one by three lengths. Yeah, winning one point one million. Doesn't that just show the difference in prize money around the world compared to what we get? A group for year, you'd probably be lucky to get like what sixty grand, something. Yeah, you'd be lucky, wouldn't you? Sixty. Uh, you'd probably see a hundred max. Definitely. Mm. Right, and you think they're running a the group three over there? Probably easy to pick up. <laughs> and you're getting one point one million. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Big shout out to Jeff Coons and Abe for you. Uh, big, you. Um, I remember you back to it, Benny Dawn. I think we talked about in the last podcast. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm not gonna lie, didn't watch any of the racing there. This ownership, what, uh, what racing? They're picking up some nice horses from UK yards, aren't they? Like rate hundred or so, and just shipping them abroad. Like, you mean as well, wouldn't you? With the plan yeah, money offer, it's like it's just a state for for the sport in the UK, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a diet. It's it's, it's not very good, is it? Really? No. It's um, it's a bit because, because a lot of time, I mean, you can't keep up with sales all the time. I mean, not as much you got all day. No. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I try to keep up with what I can, and um, yeah, just like that one's not too bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like some of them, you, you, you see them internationally, you're like, when the hell did that happen? That's not like a nice horse. If, well, at the 11.30 though, are they also had three in that race as well. Third, fifth and ninth. Buick, Oshie Murphy and Barcelona on it. Um, oh, see so yeah. 10.55, had second, sixth, and then in the 9.45, uh, they had fifth, ninth, one was a non-runner. Oh, see, um, Michael Owens also gone over there as well. Um, Hackman, mm. that was sold. Didn't realise that. Not when did it come anywhere? Like fourth, something. See, Cairo from second. You you mentioned that one. The, the one that got me when I seen it. I did see it at the time. I seen that Dark Trooper sold for like half a million. Didn't I had no idea who bought him. Honestly, I did know that Waffen bought him, but I had no idea they'd gone abroad with him. That's the nice handicap for that. Yeah. Nice handicapper. So yeah, I don't really know. The problem is though with with these sort of pro- like. Trying to compete with this level of prize money, you're never gonna in this country. No, you're not, even, not even in an ideal world, you're not because I mean. Hulk win as well. They've got Hulk win in something, bro. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I've seen that. It's nice horse again. Not yeah. that, but I, I don't know. Yeah, we have some decent racing over uh, Middle East this weekend, don't we? So yeah, there, there is. But there are fair, um, fairgrounds. Bloody hell! That's yeah, made, made that Monday on a Friday night. Yeah. So, right. well, I, that, I didn't that, any, any that's where well, uh, Safi won a, won a race. Yes. And, uh, For some reason, I thought she won a. Um, yeah. And uh, JM Jungle, another um, UK arse winning at Bahrain Friday night as well. Yep. John Quinn. Oh. So, yeah, some decent racing um, going on abroad. But, yeah, let's get the. Well, I just love the jumps racing, but I, I suppose it's a bit similar to Royal Ascot and stuff. On the lead up, it feels like there's nothing going on. Like, yeah, no. Oh, there is, but it's it's quite poor. It's like you look after the you look at like the Grand National's been in gone. Then your mind turns to flat racing. Well, turns to Lincoln. Or, the Lincoln. Lincoln. The Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. The, that's the first big meet of the year. Well, the, uh, the opening. The opening of last. The opening. Yeah. Yeah. The grand opening. The grand opening at Doncaster. Well, I reckon it. No, it doesn't obviously, but it used to sort of open the season for the Lincoln and the Saint Ledger sort of close the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice to have that sort of round our area actually because in terms of spot it's pretty dire in Lincoln Shearing it it's a bit shit. Yeah, the football's so, not great. It's the only it's, what have you got? Donny Races, is Donny it? Donny Races, you've got Cabo Park for motorsport but apart from that 
So it's nice to have that near. Yeah, it is. Um, so that was Saturday and Friday. What do you think? Good, good weekend's racing. It's better than the weekend's coming up, I think, to be honest. Mm. I had a quick scout and I just think, oh God. I mean, I'm not even had a look yet. We'll, I'm going to look on Tuesday. We'll, we'll, we'll have to cover on Thursday. Kempton, a race at Newcastle. One race at Newcastle? What's that? Yeah, um, it's just a handicap. Oh, fair it's enough. It's a yeah. class two handicap. And uh, it's looking pretty poor, actually. It's, well, it's a class two <laughs> I'm handicap. I'm not looking to, yeah. to tip anything at Southern or weather, mate. I'm not going to lie. You're going to have to, because right, this, this, oh, this, this is the order of play on Saturday. Kempton, Newcastle, Kempton, Southern, Kempton, Southern, Kempton. So, yeah. Pub. Yeah. So. Pub. But yeah, it's green, I mean, there's, yeah. Chep, there's Chepstow, but I mean. We need to try and cover the. Um, I'll tell you what, some nice ones are going to uh, Chepstow, so we'll have to have a look at that. We, we just try and cover, cover the um, ITV races, don't we really? Try yeah. Just cut down to, if not, we could talk for hours. Well, we could have a look at Sunday as well, because it's a class one at uh, Formal. Oh, um, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll have a look who's who then. Botox has is up for that. Yeah. Sanino, sorry. Um, and then there's Hereford, which is shit. So, yeah, maybe not Maybe not Hereford. Maybe we could have a look on, on for Friday, see if it's over for that, but I highly doubt it. None at Exeter. Warwick, no. Sedgefield, I doubt it. No. But yeah, this looks to be a pretty dead weekend for the old racing but we're, we're just trying, getting closer we'll try and sip some winners that's what we're trying to do on this podcast obviously we are we, we are here for the bets so we'll see if we can tip any winners which uh, hopefully you follow along with us um, is there anything else you want to add? just round up the football I think round up the football um, I mean Liverpool won against Brentford won well won very well the finish from Nunes the fin- oh mate you can't score tappings but you can score Penenka I watched yeah. the whole game and he was Brilliant. He was brilliant throughout, to be fair. Um, he was, yeah. Really good, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Putting another trophy in the cabinet, I think, on the weekend. Yep. And Arsenal winning 5 0. Against Burnley. Let's face it, it is Burnley. But uh, a win's a win. You only can, you've only can play what's in front of you at the end of the day. So. It's, it's a tricky one, isn't it, this, this um, season? With them in three teams, usually it's two. And everyone's sort of got an idea of who they think's going to win and who they're in. But with them in three this year, albeit. I'd, Definitely make Arsenal third favourites. Yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah. yeah, as an Arsenal fan, I probably would have to agree with that. Um, hopefully, we can defy the odds. But it's it's a tough old end of the season for us. We've still got like Tottenham to play. We're saying on Saturday, if Liverpool can go beat City, if if oh, this is predicting that we win, both all teams win every game until if we go and beat City, I think we're like halfway there. Just yeah, only half. I would only say halfway. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, this is what I sort of don't get about Arsenal fans, is that they think that they've got some sort of entitlement to win it. I don't, I don't really understand where it comes from. Where even Liverpool haven't won the Champions League and Premier League in recent times, I don't believe it's going to happen until, like, the game of it happening, sort of thing. Even then. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even then, I'm like, then. if there's, like, three games to go and they can win it on that day, I'm like, I still don't believe they can, they can win it. It's yeah. not a thing. It's, it's one of them, but... I see a lot of that stuff on Facebook and all sorts about Arsenal fans. Where do you get this like confidence from? About like, even though not me, mate. Not me. I'm not. No, you're, you're the same sometimes. Like I don't understand it. Like where it comes from. 
It's like after after winning a game, it was like a best example would probably be the Liverpool game. I mean, I was looking at like I said, like I said in the previous podcast. This is why I don't follow Arsenal fans on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that because I think we're just so fucking stupid sometimes. Yeah, I was very happy that we beat Liverpool. All my mates are Liverpool fans. Brilliant. I'd love to rub it in your face, and I did for a week. Um, but I, I still think I still knew there was a bigger picture. Like, hang on, there's, there's, we've still got a lot of the lot of yeah. season to go. Yeah, you still got. You still got the, like, yeah. the, the end running in, like the running. Sorry. Uh, That's what I think too. Like, what? Why do the Arsenal? It's not things, all done yet. Like, why, why do Arsenal things think the gate that we winning, can win? Like, for example, Arsenal could beat Liverpool. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Play Burnley next week. We could easily lose that one though. No, but what I'm saying is like the Arsenal fans seem to think that the running has started like on match day two. I don't, I don't understand where it comes from. I agree. The thing I do agree with you. Like Arsenal fans, uh, even though I'm one of them, it's this. This is so jarring to listen to sometimes. But it's not all of us. It's not all of us. Great game for City. Great game for City. Great, yeah. Well, not for City, but great game to watch. Yeah, it was. A good, I watched the first half. Uh, I didn't watch the second half. I was driving. On another day, uh, they go. They win like three one. Yeah, I mean Chelsea. Did, to be fair to them, the way they've been playing. Yeah, the but season, on another day, did Matt? Did you watch the game? I watched first half. The second half, there that many chances. How long have had trick second half? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean Chelsea did quite well in the first half. I the, thought. Like against the last game against Everton. Yeah, I think Everton won it. They must have knew that Charlie had his bet on. <laughs> I think I think it was Everton. I think Howard had two chances all game and scored them both. Do you know what I mean? And he had like loads of chances against Chelsea and missed them all. It's like, do you know what I mean? On, on another day, that I think three one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably. Like, but it's it's sort of helped Liverpool because no matter what now we stay top. Mm. So yeah, it's helped it's helped you out and it's helped us out as well. So if well if they win their game and they go same points as you, don't they? Yeah. So. That keeps us top for now. We've still got sort of going. Um, I think they come to Anfield, don't they? Even if even if City get these lazy draws, I'm still alright because I think they come to Anfield, don't they as well? So. Yeah, uh, we've pl- we we I think we're still yet to play City. Yeah, you are. You definitely yeah, are. definitely. Like, Liverpool, now. Liverpool's games like a, a few games time against City. So uh, yeah, and then it's obviously got, we've got, time, we've got yeah. us and City have got Champions League. Uh, we're playing on when I'm gonna have to watch that on Wednesday. I just hope uh, that that they go and win the Carabao Cup. More for the confidence in the trophy. Do you know what I mean? Did you you won it two? Did you win it two years ago? Yeah, two or three years. Ago? I I yeah. wouldn't watch that in Sheffield. Yeah. Done a double yeah. FA Cup champ, uh, FA Cup Carabao Cup. And Matip scored. Oh no, Matip scored the no, like, offside no, goal. No, it? no, it was nil nil and won on penalties. Yeah, no, Both. but I think Matip scored a goal and it was offside. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So I just hope they win it more for the confidence. I mean, if they go win that, go coming to Anfield for the rest of the season to be absolutely like. It's, gonna be, it's, it's not going to be, like not really be nice for a team, is it? No, it's going to be like a party atmosphere at Anfield. Yeah. It always seems to be because you always, yeah, you've only, you've not lost there. So I mean, I mean, have you lost there once? No, we haven't lost at Anfield. No, I don't think you have. No, you drew a few times, but no, you've lost not it. lost. No, we haven't lost at Anfield. Yeah, if you're going to Anfield, it's different, isn't it? Yeah, especially if you win a trophy and like Klopp's leaving, it'll just be different up there. <laughs> what it is, yeah, like, be an emotional last day. So I think, especially like to go beat City at Anfield. Then a few people might start to believe it, but like I said, I only think it's like halfway there at best. Yeah, it's, it's still a long way to go. Uh, we both see that, anyways. But uh, tell you what, it'd be it'd be a brilliant running. I was, I, I, I still also think it's not a home normally, run. normally in a season, you either get the title race, which is mint, or you get the relegation battle, which yeah. is mint. I think this season, both of them are like I, well, anyone can go not, down, or anyone could win. We're like thirteen games off yet, so we'll sort of know in another five where we're at. Yeah. But 
In another five games, we'll sort of know where we're at, won't we? Yeah, so, I, I think Palace are in trouble. I still think they're in trouble. Um, they may be too far ahead to go down, but yeah, I, I think they're still in trouble here. Uh, yeah, Luton, uh, I mean, even on the weekend... Luton will be fine. I think they'll stay up. Yeah, even on the weekend, they showed a lot, showed a bit of something, didn't they? So, yeah. So, um, Sheffield United down. Luton, Luton in the first half, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, yeah. but stats-wise, Luton were all over them in the first mm. half, but I think second half, just tired legs. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. There's a few teams in there. Forest are another one. With their points deduction, maybe. Yeah, no, maybe that's Everton. Yeah, if, if they get one. I, I, yeah. think, I think Forest are going to I don't think that wins until next season now. I'm not sure. We'll have to push it on if, if it is. I hope so. Because yeah. if they get it, they're, trouble. they're in trouble. Oh, without doubt, yeah. So, and Everton down there as well. So, it'd be interesting. And we need, like, Burnley to go win, like, three games on the bounce. Good luck. <laughs> well, you, know, you see, when it comes to nitty gritty, it happens, doesn't it? Yeah, well, a different manager though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, look at all the times that um, Aldice did it at Sunderland. And like, you do see it happen. One team usually goes on the wins a few. So, yeah. Well, see, a company so got, got it in him. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like to call who's going down. I just think. I wouldn't. Sheffield United. Sheffield United and Burnley, I'd probably say, will go down. But then again, they, it always seems to come to the last day, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I just think. I think the Premier League might come down to the last day, but between two teams. You might see one team just... Yeah. Yeah. I think two losses now Game is vital. Like, yeah, that's it. It's yeah. fatal for any, for any team. Any other team. Yeah. Like, especially two in a row. Like, that would just be absolutely fatal for, for any team now. Yeah. Like, if City lost two in a row, you wouldn't like to think that like, Liverpool or Arsenal would lose, like, three or four. No. I'm shaking my head like people can see me, but no, yeah, I'm not. No, I, I agree with you there. I don't think Liverpool is far. If you are, it's going to be away from home. But then again, you look good away from home, so. That's what I'm saying, like, see, the, the city one's huge. Like, massive. Gives you that, massive. Gives you that I'm over for a 0 0 on that. Gives you that little bit of breathing room. Yeah. So, I, I'm not happy with either either result if you do get a result, but a 0 0 or a 1 1, would I be happy with that? Do you know what game is going to be even bigger than that one? The Arsenal one after it? Yeah. The Arsenal City game, like further on into the season. If we can somehow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up. If we can somehow beat them like we did last year, oh, I, I are, will, we at, are we at home or away? I can't remember. No, I think I think you're at home actually. Well, I'm gonna have a look. Remember at, what happened at home last season? We were watching look, it in Benidorm. I'm gonna have a look when you when you're playing them now, but I just think. Oh yeah. no, that was this season. We're playing away. You played them away, did you? Playing, playing. Yeah. So we watched them in Benidorm. Um, yeah, I thought you played them away. Yeah. Oh, you play them on the 31st of March. Okay, so it won't ruin my birthday. We're, I'm, I know we're playing Chelsea on my birthday. Psych. Yeah. Early kickoff and all. A few games away yet. You've got Porto Wednesday. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Then I'll, you've got Newcastle Saturday. Big uh, game. Home. Uh, yeah, we at home. Yeah, we at home. Because they beat us at St. James Park. Yeah. That was when they were decent, though. They dropped off. Sheffield United. So Should be a win. Fine. Brentford. Tough game. At home. Tough. Yeah, but at home, different. Yeah. yeah. Then Porto again. Then Chelsea, huge game. Huge game. Do you just play at home every game or something? Yeah, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was at home. I, I, I don't know Yeah, and then, and then you, put, go, you go away to City. Yeah. You're going away to City. Not a great place for us to go. Yeah, and then you play Luton, Brighton, Aston Villa. Well, actually, You'd while, like to think all them games are winnable. While, while we're on it, I might have did run into a few three teams tonight. Yeah, Bournemouth. Right. I know we've got United. United's in our. So you're at so you're Villa, Wolves, Tottenham, Bournemouth, 
United last day of the season Everton, Everton. we always seem to play Everton uh, is it at home that right? could, is it at yeah. home we always seem to play them at home last that, day of the season we always that, seem to that could be huge by the way if it comes to it Everton will be on the beach Bournemouth will be on the beach they'll be safe um, well you don't know that Bournemouth no Everton last day of the season oh yeah good shot I'm thinking of Everton Previously, then they've always been safe. Yeah. Maybe, that, that could, well, Dyson will let them be on the beach, will they? Do you know what I mean? That that could be... But we, the thing is, we, like stats-wise, we always seem to hammer them at home. Always. It's, it's always comfortable as well. Like, yeah, but it's different, different dynamic, isn't it, when um, they're fighting for relegation? I think we hammered them last season as well at home. I don't know. I don't I'm not too sure, but... So City, City playing tomorrow, playing Brentford. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth... Luton FA Cup, that is. Um, then they're playing United, 3rd of March. So that's a couple of weeks away. Uh, Copenhagen. Then they play Liverpool. Oh, I said they're not entirely through with that Copenhagen. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, sorry, is it? 3-1. 3-1. I thought it was 2. Yeah, next 3-1. Yeah, they're um, Then they play Liverpool, 10th of March. So we, to the, you play 21 days after us against City. Yeah. Um, Brighton. Yeah. Then they play Villa week after, Palace, Luton, Tottenham, Forest, Wolves, uh, Fulham, and then West Ham last day of the season. West Ham will be on the that'll be a team on the beach. Yeah, I think they're already on the beach now. To be fair, um, unless they have a final to go to. West Ham now they won't. Yeah, Europa League. Huh? Now they're out of that. I, could, I thought they were still playing in it. Pretty sure they're out of it. It might be. I could have. I could have. Um, I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Go on. You, you say Liverpool's running then. Um. All right. So we play Luton next Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. West Ham are out. Yeah. So we play Luton Wednesday. Uh, Chelsea in the final Sunday. Southampton, FA Cup. Forest. Then we play City. Everton. Brighton. Sheffield United. Man United, Palace, Fulham, West Ham, Tottenham, Villa, last day of season Wolves. Tottenham have got such a bad running, haven't they? From yeah. what? Because they're playing us, they're playing, they're playing us, us yeah. myself and City. Yeah. No European football for Tottenham. Wolves, last day of season. Wolves are on last day. Yeah, well, that's a tough game, actually. That is a tough game. We played them last day of season. Home away. At home. Oh, so the last game of the season is at home. Then. We should imagine if we are in like position to win. You'll win title. it because obviously it's Klopp's last game and yeah. you'll be up for it. So. Well, it might not be about playing in the final or two finals. The last game of the league, though. <laughs> different. It'll be different. And then the finals are Wembley anyway, so it'll be the last game at Anfield, I'm pretty sure. But Jeremy, yeah. Is he a Europa League final at um, Wembley? Champions League final. I'm not, not in Champions League. It's Europa League we're in. I think Champions League finals at Wembley. Is it? Europa League final. Uh, can't spell Europa League final is uh, final location I can't spell is Ireland Dublin oh, we're going to be cracking away like that that'd be good and then race day after that'd be alright that'd be hanging out our asses what, what a weekend <laughs> I think we got into Dublin Airport, the worst state that we've ever been in. Oh, that sounds bad enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was bad. So, yeah, um, 
that'll be about it, I think, won't it? Unless you want to cover anything else. No, that's, uh, that's, that's it with me, yeah. Oh, do you know what I thought would be a great name for a horse? Disabled me. Yeah, Jerry Clarkson. <laughs> Jerry Clarkson. <laughs> Top Gear. <laughs> no, Jerry Clarkson, what a name for a horse. That would be alright, wouldn't it? Tyson Fury's a good name for a horse. Yeah, it's a bit sad about Jeremy Clarkson, isn't it? He's like slowly, slowly shutting down the knees. Like, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing. Packing him Grand Tour, so that's like no more car stuff. No, he's just and, um, chilling on his farm, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's on his farm. He wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> that, that was brilliant. That, yeah. is, that is brilliant. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's sad to unless see. Unless you want to touch on the, the cashing out thing we were talking about. We've been going for like an hour exactly, so. Yeah, we've got plenty of time. Um, so, yeah, we'll, have a, we'll have a quick break. Um, I do need the toilet, so we'll be back. Right then. Right, we're back. Um, so, you wanted to touch on the, the cash out? Yeah, I just wanted to know your, your thoughts on it. I mean, I've. I've... Um, it's nice to have it there. Because if you think, if you completely change your mind about an horse, which, say, for example, if you've got like, I don't know, like four horses in Acker, three of them are winning, and you've got absolutely no hope in the last race. Just cash it out. You more like you get a profit at the end of the day. Um, but the amount of times that I've cashed out and the horse has actually gone and then won, it's just got in, in it. Yeah. Which is kind of what I like. You know, if I've cashed out and it's and it's not won, then you feel brilliant. It's just I don't know. It's just a cash twenty two. It's nice to have it there, but sometimes I, I wish it wasn't there. I've just packed and using it all together. It just adds an element of uncertainty to betting. Makes you think about it, doesn't it? Yeah. It was like saying, ah. Oh, but then again, anything can happen. Like anything can happen in this game. And I used to just, use I it just, all the time. Like if I'm, you put your bet on, you put your bet on. Like you can't change it. Yeah. The money's done at that point. But I used like, to. It, it's probably better. Like obviously, like with Cheltenham, everyone gets a bit excited. Like when they put the bets on. Oh, I'll, I'll have my hundred million got like, knackers on. Got like you, you like a treble on or something, and you've done it like. Two of them have gone on one, and you just think, I don't know why I ever backed it. It's probably handy then, but I've, I've stopped using it completely. Like, yeah, I've kind of stopped using it now. Like, you use it all the time. I just think now it's like, oh, it's just a fiver gone. <laughs> you know, whatever it, whatever the stake is. Yeah. So I just just packed in in the end, but yeah, people still use it, don't they? I, it's, it's always devastating when like your last horse goes in when I've been there a couple of times, like, for, like big money as well. And the last one goes on the wind, you just like feel crying, feel like crying. Like, yeah. Bar. Did it happen in Leopardstown? Or did it happen? No, it happened once. I had three go and win. And uh, the last one, it was like, that is, I think it's called Mucho Mass. I think it was actually with Ben Paulin, actually. I think it's with Ben Paulin, I'm yeah. certain it is. And it was running, I can't remember what it was running. It was the right handed track. And um, I was watching it, and this thing was fucking flying. Like, it fly, I like, and I knew it was going to win. I could see it was. It wears yeah. purple silks, I remember it. It's like, I cashed out for like 600 quid, and it went on a one. Like, I felt like crying. Like, <laughs> but the cash out stakes are so shit. Like, that's, that's probably what tempts me to not cash out. Like, they're not offering you near enough what the bet's actually worth. No. And I think that's what the bookies do to just keep you holding to your money. Yeah, it's, I don't know, like, like that one for example like 600 quid is this one like a 7 to 2 shot or something and like they're offering me a tenth of the money yeah like, but in my novice days of betting I was I just took it didn't I 600 quid 600 quid like yeah. I, I only it's still put, a good weekend like, I only it could put, have been better I only put a tenner on do you yeah. know what I mean so but yeah 
Devastated about that. I never since said I've never, never used it since. No. I've been on the receiving end a couple of times as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I've not used I remember it. recently for me, um, it was the. Oh, was it the. It was the last meeting at Cheltenham. You'll know what I'm on about because I didn't, didn't stop talking about it. Bonte. I mean, it, was, it wasn't for a great deal. It was for about 229 quid. Yeah. Could have cashed out for 100, 110 in running. Uh, I was about to cash out and it goes and falls. Yeah, uh, and I'm sat there, dumb me money. I'm like, I just felt like, I'm, again, I felt like crap. But they only put fiver on, which is what's what's a fiver. Sometimes it makes it worse though when you've got you've landed on these four horses like I did, and you're like, see, it's only a tenner, and it's like the only bet I had on the Saturday. This this fourfold, and everything's gone swimmingly. Do you know what I mean? It's gone so well, and I should have just trusted myself with it, and uh, I still think about it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like regular three grand would have been nice, wouldn't it? The six. Six grass. Six. Six, six, six yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah, I still think about it regularly. <laughs> do, you, do you wake up with cold sweat? Mainly at night. <laughs> 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 wake up in cold sweat. Like, you lay in bed and you're like, all right, I'll go to sleep now. And you just sit there with your eyes like looking at the ceiling. And you're just like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah, but a few times I've been like that. Not um, just because of betting. A, bri- a, brickie, uh, a bricklayer I know is 77. And he's just like, he said, why did you do that? Said like, never cash out. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, never cash out. And yeah, it's just like rang me up, and he's like, you didn't cash it out, did you? Like, yeah. 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 Has he gone on one? Yeah. Yeah. Betting all his life, like, should have done that. What, what would you have done with the six grand? Oh, I don't know. Like, fuck, gone on holiday or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like anything. I like when you have six grand, like, and you just feel like it's been given to you. Do you know what I mean? So you landed on these four horses. It's the only bet I had in the entire day, so I don't know why I did it, but I did. But 600 quid's still good, though, from a tenner. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it is. It's that's a, the thing, yeah, like, know, yeah, it's like a tenth of what you've earned, a tenth like, of what you could have won. Yeah, it's like 60 times mistake. And, like, you, but you don't think, like, I'm sat there with, like, 600 extra pound in my bank, and you just think, like, it, well, it, it should have be, been six grand. Yeah. So that'd have been some night out, wouldn't it? Oh god! It, yeah, like, I couldn't get over. It. I've still not over it now. No, that yeah, was years ago. The point about bricklayers said to me like, "Oh, I'm I'm 77." And I said, I'll "Tell you what, you lot, you'll never forget the losers. Never. No matter how old nah. you get, nah, you'll, you'll never forget. Never so forget your losers. So I've been betting since I was 14 in the buckets. Mm. You never forget the ones that are lost. I remember my first loss to be fair. Yeah, you never forget the. Big... <laughs> do you know what, funnily enough, do you know what, do you know what loss it was? What? <laughs> We were there at Weatherby. Oh, what was it? A high senior? <laughs> yeah. A high senior got yeah, this loser. Oh, it's still a for me now, so. No, uh, it's just like, he said, you the big losers, you'll never forget them. Never ever. My first winner was uh, a little horse called Molly Ollie's, Molly Ollie's Wishes. Yeah. It was with Schalke, wasn't it? It was Schalke, yeah. It was. Still running now. Yeah, it's still running now. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's the topic of cashing out. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you want to tweet me at John Racing, uh, you're more than welcome to. Uh, I think it's where we're going to wrap up. Yeah, we'll get ready for um. Get ready for Thursday. Cheltenham. Yeah, I'll get ready for Cheltenham as well. So what? Got so, on mind. so what is it? Is it this Saturday, and then we're recording the preview the Saturday after, or is it the one after that? Uh, you've got the dates, haven't you? Um, I I can't think of how many weeks it is now until the start of March. I mean, I think it. It's less so than four. Saturday the twenty. Yeah, it won't be this Saturday. It'll be next Saturday. We're recording. Ne- next Saturday. That's fine by me. So we'll. 
probably start recording them sometime around two in the afternoon, maybe. And, and then we'll then be done by eight or nine eight time. Nine. Probably, and we'll probably have a few drinks during. Probably it. probably nine time time I've charged up all the devices like multiple times and yeah and um watched all the racing midway in between probably a few live booyahs probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably. a few, few like friends of recording the podcast it just, just goes silent for a minute that'd be why yeah <laughs> yeah oh even go on son booyah yeah but so we'll be doing that so that's something to look forward to it's getting closer and closer all the time now exactly it's something to look forward to so thank you Connor appreciate that oh good um, and we'll catch you guys on Thursday just remember guys hit the five stars and also like subscribe fucking booyah <laughs>